welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mom? Back at it for the four o'clock and on previews our DFS lineups, and I think we're going to take a few questions at the end of the podcast. I absolutely we're we're a podcast for the people. Listen, if you all if you all listen to the intro to the uh, uh, last episode, things got heated. We had to go to counseling. Um, we had to talk out our problems, and we're we're taking on the Jackie Moon motto this episode: "Everybody love everybody." Absolutely. We're back. We've reconciled our differences. Psych! And, uh, Goni's... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's do nah. some games. Yeah, we're, we're just top-notch analysis. Top-notch analysis coming at you. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not going to get so dark in this one. Upbeat. We might. I mean, it's early. We probably are. You're right. Begley, if, you good, man? If you guys had to uh, decide between Josh Palmer and Tyler Algier for a dynasty, who are you guys taking? Uh, see, Palmer, he's no, easy, no, 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 no. Begley's trying to do this, man. Begley's I know trying he to. St- <laughs> I, I, I absolutely bit the hook as well. Yeah, you did. I, I stopped because I thought, what a weird thing. What a weird thing to ask. Mad Mob backstory on the on the team Goni and I own together with a guy that we won't mention. He's never invited to the podcast. Ever. Um, we we traded away Josh Palmer to get Tyler Algier, the old alligator, and uh, Goni's just been real upset about it ever since. It was a preseason move. Yeah, I'm I'm still a little upset. That being said, you know a lot of you people are like, "Why'd you do that?" We got a ton of receivers. We got Gabe Davis, Amon Ra. Gabe Davis off the waivers. Amon Ra drafted. All my YouTube Jamar people. Chase. All my YouTube people. Uh, we got Jalen Waddle. We're just we're loaded. We're loaded at receiver, and we are aging at running back. So it was my thought process to drop this guy and throw a dart. And so far, hasn't been good. I don't mind. I like the thought, dude. You know, it's just, I think, Goni, are you coming from a place of you wanted to let him appreciate and value before you moved him? Is that is that where you're coming from? More or less. It was just a guy that I liked a, a lot. He's, he's but not I touching our lineup, though, ever. Yeah, but he could gain value. He was the number two in the Chargers game where Keenan Allen sat out. If Keenan Allen sits out again this week, he's going to be the number two again. It, it's just, he'll appreciate and value. You never know. One of these guys, maybe he can overtake. You know, Keenan Allen gets out for the entire year. He's got a nagging hamstring. Let's just play devil's advocate here. And Josh Palmer gets all kinds of value. Begs, I'm not here to argue with my my coach champion manager here. All right? I'm I'm saying I, I respected the opinion. I gave it the okay on my end as well. So I'm at fault for that. We, we did need running backs. And uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. But... Got a spot for Josh Palmer for sure. Okay, so that that's fair. You just wanted to hang on to it a little bit and, and let his value increase and go for a little bit more than Tyler Alligator. I respect that opinion, and I agree with it, Goni. Hindsight, Excellent. 
Hindsight, wow. I probably would have held on to Palmer a skosh longer. Thank Man, you for that work, wonderful work. question, Beckley. That was a great question. I appreciate it. Was see? Did you shout out? Did you shout out the the person who asked that question? I I did not. I think okay. it's that we don't. Fair enough. All right. Starting out on the right foot. Yeah, we are. Uh, I can't wait to just go straight downhill from here. Um, all right. The first game we're going to go over, 405, Jags at Chargers. Uh, the Chargers plus seven over under at 47. Goni, injury man, what is Justin Herbert's situation? Uh, from what I hear is there's uh, – it should be a big concern, but the Chargers are being a little too optimistic that it's kind of sketching out the game plan. They feel like the, they, I mean, the, they being media for, for it to be, you know, his ribs and the fractured rib cartilage as we went over earlier in the week, he's, he's limited at practice. So he is getting practices in. He said he feels good today. I feel like anyone who feels like they have any kind of chance to play, even if it's 1%, they're gonna be like, yeah, I feel great. All yeah. my ribs are broken, but I Baker Mayfield right. syndrome. Yeah, so I think he's going to be out there personally. I absolutely think he's going to be out there. He gutted it out in the last one. They're going to shoot him up with all kinds of cortisone and you know that that kind of stuff. And he's going to be out there balling out. I'm, I'm taking the Chargers minus seven. I'm taking what did you say the over under was? Was it forty seven? Forty seven. Give me, give me the under though. I like the Chargers defense in this one. I think Derwin James has another big game. That man's been all over the field recently. He he's he's one of the elite safeties in the league, and I'm just happy that he hasn't gotten hurt yet this year. You firing up your boy this week? I'm Mike Williams. No, your other boy. Austin Eckler. Your other boy. My other boy. Jerry. Josh Rich. Josh Palmer. Gerald Everett. I got a lot of boys. This is a good team right here, man. <laughs> So, all right, if Keenan Allen is out, he's still nursing the hamstring injury. He was doing individual drills with Donald Parham, who is the backup tight end. If he sits out this game, yeah, I'm firing all of them up for sure. If Keenan Allen is back this week, I'm probably going to sit Josh Palmer, and I'd still fire up Daryl Everett. He doesn't have any competition out of the tight end spot. Donald Parham still has to be worked back into the offense. So give me all those snaps. Give me all those Justin Herbert passes. I'm I'm opposite you on this one, Goni. I like the Jaguars, and I like the over. I think this is two. These are two pass happy teams. I like Evan. Why'd you, why'd you say it like that, man? That was so proper of why'd you. you say right? like, the, the Jaguars? Jaguars. <laughs> I'm I'm opposite of you. I'm taking the Jaguars. The Jaguars, please. What are you supposed to? I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue your analysis. We're done. I need to have some tea next episode. <laughs> Pinky up, uh, man. Pinky up. Jaguars. That's that's what I said. I like Evan Ingram. I think he's a sneaky tight end streaming option. Uh, he's 11 for 12. He had 12 targets. Uh, right now it ranks as, as top nine in the NFL in targets. And he's catching the ball. He may have found a home. You know Doug Peterson likes tight ends with all this time in, uh, in, in Philly with Carson Wentz. I just think Jacksonville is going to throw the ball 30 times a game at, at, at minimum here, whether they're up or whether or not they're down. So give me the points in this one. So who do we – sorry, Wayne. 
actually, you go ahead, and then I'll ask the questions afterwards. I want to hear what you have to say on it. Uh, I want the over here. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to run it up, but the Jags aren't like uh, they've been putting up decent points as well. Um, I don't think I think ETN is getting better. I think a lot of people are. I I honestly think ETN is a buy low candidate. Um, I don't think he's. I think he's going to get better as the year goes on. Um, I'm with you though. I'm firing. I'm firing up Gerald Everett. I maybe maybe I'm not in agreement with you on Evan Ingram because he's he. I had him in a dynasty, and he burned me year after year after year for about four years. He's one of those guys that's been like perpetually like if you had Evan Ingram, you were pretty happy. You thought you were pretty solid in your tight end position, but you never were solid in your tight end position. So I, I agree with your logic, but it's just for me, I'll just never fire up my Evan Ingrams. So uh, sorry. So I want to know from you guys, you're going to play Christian Kirk this week, right? He's been playing Absolutely. great. Yeah. Okay. Playing every week right now. We're playing James Robinson, correct? Is he going to get game scripted? Uh, you know, I mean, they might be behind, but he is out rushing ETN 34 to 13, and that's the carries, 34 carries to 13. And ETN only has seven targets on the year. James Robinson has four. So I feel like right now James Robinson has been the 1A I'd, I'd actually venture to say he's been the one, period, and then ETN's been the two. So for me, I've given Robinson all the hatred since the, the season started. Just, you know, with the injury and everything, how he looked last year playing, he just kind of wasn't the same when he broke out and was the running back four a couple years ago. And I'm going to go ahead and say I'd play James Robinson this week, and I'd actually think about sitting ETN personally. I have ETN. I'm sitting him in favor of Damian Pierce this week against the Bears. I agree with that. Here's my my problem with James Robinson. He's 18 of his 24 fantasy touchdowns. Right? He's got a 3.8 yards per carry. ETN is 5.2. He only has one more run than ETN of 10-plus yards. I don't think the explosion's there. I think he's getting the touchdowns right now. It's inflating his numbers. I understand why you'd buy in on James Robinson, but I think ETN's the, the play long-term here. So are you flexing him this week? ETN? Yes. It's if, a tough one. Going to, this is Long pause. Long pause. Thought the episode was over. If you're going to, this is the game to do it, I think. Just because I think the game's great. And then any other... Jaguars, Jaguars, uh, pass catchers. Are are you playing anyone on the roster in a, a flex, deep pinch? I like Zay Jones. Zay Jones. He's second on the team in targets. He he might get something. If they're playing from behind, he might get himself something this week. Wayne, you got anyone? You, you playing anyone this week? Nobody special. Do you feel comfortable firing up Trevor Lawrence this week? No. All right. No, I there do. we have it. Uh, it's just uh, Chargers defense is pretty solid. Um, I don't see, I see, I see possible uh, multiple picks this week. Wayne, DeAndre Carter or Josh Palmer? Deep league. Josh Palmer, a hundred percent. If Keenan Allen's out, okay. 
I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm not allotted a lot of time to think about that and break down a lot of scenarios. So yeah. I'm, I'm snap calling my answer there, but uh, I'm pretty confident in it. I like it. What do you got? All right. Uh, next game, we got the Falcons at Seahawks. Uh, poop versus poop. This is, I think, the first of the year. Week three, four o'clock game. The first one of the season that's just a straight pick em. Over under at 42. In Seattle. 12th man's in play. I like Atlanta. Uh, I, I like the under, and I like Atlanta. Mariota's look good. I think Drake London is a really high upside flex this week. Super low end wide receiver too. Uh, does Kyle does Kyle Pitts get back on track? That's you know I, I, I'm really curious to see. Yeah, I I'm I'm going to take the Falcons as well in this one. I think they go out, they get the win. I think I'm going to take the over in this just because the defense on both sides. It's not so good. Not so good. But the Falcons have been putting up points recently, so I like them. You're firing up your Corderell Pattersons. I, I personally, I picked up Drake London this week in a redraft league. I, I dropped uh, MVS from the Chiefs. I'm done with them. I don't want to play that game anymore. So I went with the sure targeted Drake London in this one. I think I might play him this week. I like Kyle Pitts. You have to play him if you have him on your team. It's just it's not an option. I feel like you have to play him this week. It's going to be the week, if any. And then on the Seahawks side of the ball, I feel like you're going to start your your DK Metcalfs and your Tyler. Well, are we starting Tyler Lockett? He's been better than DK. I'm year. not. I'm not starting him. He's better Even as like a, a desperate Desperation flex. Goni, go. You can go look at my two ball um, lineup right now. I've got Tyler Lockett on the bench um, for Traylon Burks. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with his value this week. Um, I know Tyler Lockett is projected to get more points, but that's just that that that's where my head's at. I'm putting him in the Traylon Burt zone and even. Uh, Dropping them below. Okay, Begs. I'm kind of surprised at how good Tyler Lockett's been with Geno Smith. You know, I thought he was a, a benefactor of Russell's deep ball. You know, uh, but he's again, he's got more targets than DK, more receptions, and almost double the yards for two weeks. Are we playing either of the Seattle backfield? No. I don't think so either. I, I think we think stay so. away from them. I feel like they're going to cut more towards a uh, – it might not be 50-50 this week, but I feel like just Kenneth Walker coming back from the injury, they're going to get him more involved every week. So I, I don't really love it. If you have to play him because of, of injury, if you had you know Elijah Mitchell or something and weren't able to pick up running backs, you probably still have a better option, but ouch. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Falcons as well. I think Seattle came out and and did their thing against the Broncos week one, but I think we really got a glimpse of who they really are last week. Um, uh, give me the under. I just think we got two bad offenses going at it. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very fun game, guys. Guess I'll give you all both a guess. Guess the score, the final score. That CBS has for this game. Yes, it's probably like 
I'd say 19 to 13. Begley? 13 to 10. 10 to 9. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, so CBS has a uh, – they're not looking for a lot from them. Punters getting all the action in this game. Fire up your fantasy punters one time. Yeah. Hey. For them big hey. – if kickers are a thing, punters should be a thing. I should get a point if my punter pins you at the, in the five. I love it. That'd be something. That'd be something. I've got one more over-under for you as well before we exit this game here. Over-under. Six and a half opportunities for Algier this week and over under 25 combined rushing and receiving yards. Under for both. Under for both. Just don't think he's there yet. It's over for both. Oh, all right. Someone will win and someone will lose. We'll find out this week. Yeah. Hey, before we move on to, I have, you know, we need to make this a segment. So for, for Mad Mob who doesn't know, and Wayne will tell you, I have this weird talent. I don't know where I got it. I can pretty much tell you where anybody played at college. It's in the NFL right now. Tyler Lockett, gentlemen, where do you play at college? No idea. No idea. Check don't me know. Wayne, no but I think it's Kansas State. Check me on it, though. Kansas, Kansas State Bobcat. He and Darren Sproles. All right, I'll check. I'll check you yeah, out here. I, I have no reason to know that either. Just because Tyler Lockett has burned me so many times. He's helped. We've had multiple 30-point games out of him over the last couple of years, but, man, that guy's frustrating. Kansas State, indeed. It's it's weird. It's weird that I know these things. Beggs does it again. Balance I've got. All right. And now for the game of the week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Battle of the Goats. Gross. What are we shaking our head for? What? Because as good as that sounds on paper and would have been like five years ago probably, uh, it's. I feel like we're in line for something disappointing. Okay. Uh, this is a pick em. And the over-under is a 42. Think about that, Gonian. Over-under between Rodgers and, and Brady at 42. Rodgers is washed, boys. He's washed. Yeah, this is this is like an easy 52-and-a-half-pointer, you know, just a few years ago for over-under, that is. With that being said, though, Chris Godwin, questionable. Julio Jones, questionable. Russell Gage, questionable. Brashad Perryman, questionable. Leonard Fournette, questionable. And then, I mean, it's it's not much better on the Green Bay Packers side either. Their tackle, David Bakhtieri, who got paid a whole lot of money and decided that he can't stay healthy ever, is also questionable. Christian Watson, Randall Cobb, same. Boys, Wayne, I know you definitely saw this. The Bucks just went and signed Cole Beasley. Does he hold any value this season to you guys whatsoever? He does not. No. I like I, Scotty Miller over him. I 100% agree, man. They they have too many wide receivers on that roster for him to get any kind of consistent play there. With that being said, Buccaneers at home, 2-0. It doesn't feel like they should be 2-0. Yeah, it does. 
I guess, I guess, but it really doesn't, it but does. they are. So anyways, I'm picking them, picking them to go three. Now I'm probably going to take, I'm doing the Vegas is alien thing. I'm, I'm taking the over on it. I'm expecting a low scoring game. So I'm going to take the over because I'm going to be surprised. That's what's going to happen. He's going to do it with section 281 fan Q, <laughs> you know, just all that, all that come on down to the field. Are you playing any any receiving options on the Buccaneers? I, I'm not playing. I'm not playing any receiving options for either team. I, if you have Alan Lazard, I'm not playing him, man. I saw I saw what Todd Bowles did to CD Lamb. He will bracket you the entire game. Robert Tunyon. No. No. All right. How about this? If you had to pick one, who are you picking? Christian Watson. Wayne. Alan Lazard. Uh, I think I think I would take Russell Gage if he's healthy on that one. Well, well I'd take Chris Godwin if he's healthy if we're going that route. Yeah, yeah but Godwin Godwin has been out. Russell Gage is he just showed up on the injury report. Uh I agree. I'm I'm not rolling with any Tampa Bay receivers. Uh, I'm obviously starting Lenny. Starting my Aaron Jones. Are you all starting A.J. Dillon? No. Yes. Tampa Bay's been surprisingly average against the run this year. Not a not a top five unit against the run, if you look at the stats. But Lenny, I think Lenny has a 20-point game. I'll call him a shot on him this week. Oi. Yeah. Would you all right, Beggs, would you play AJ Dillon against Tampa Bay or Zeke against the Giants? It's a move I, I'm I personally am making this week. A choice between the two, rather. I'm probably gonna take Zeke. I'm probably gonna take Zeke. I think Tampa Bay's defense is legitimate, man. AJ Dillon against Tampa Bay or Damian Pierce against Chicago? AJ Dillon. Wayne. What is it? AJ Dillon versus Tampa Bay or Damian Pierce against Chicago? Damian Pierce. Fair enough. Fair enough. Are we playing any quarterbacks? I I'm just trying to back up. I'm I'm trying to see what Begley said where they haven't been good against the run. So I'm trying to see what they've what's happened. Surprisingly average against the run. Right right now, Pro Football Focus has them twelve. So roughly, it's not bad. As far as what though? Like, what's the metric? Yardage? Are we talking yardage? That's the Pro Football uh, Pro Football Focus grade. So the twelfth best graded run defense for Pro Pro Football Focus. If you want to look at the stats, I wonder if we can sort of see that. But Goni, here's the thing about about Damian Pierce. Until he gets involved in the third down work and in the passing game, I just his ceiling is capped. Oh, I just wanted to throw him out there just just to see, you know, who you'd rather have between those two. That's all. Yeah. No. I sure. Sure. But I mean, that's tough. Dylan and Zeke's tough. I, I I'm gonna go with Zeke because he traditionally plays pretty well against New York. I think people are kind of sleeping on on the Cooper Rush still. 
Um, yeah, I, maybe maybe I'm not looking at this stat correctly. No, I can't be. I I really like you. You've got me a little tilted over the Bucks being average against the rush. I'm not gonna lie to you. Do we want to? Do we want to know what it is? I know. I know the Bucks. I know the Bucks are one of the few teams that haven't allowed a passing touchdown this year. All right, look. Maybe maybe the only team. They're ninth best against the run, giving up 85 and a half yards a game in total so far this season. The Bucks are number five. They have the fifth best defense, and this is just in terms of yardage. I don't know about the touchdowns or anything else. I know they held the Saints pretty low, but they're also averaging only six and a half points a game given up, which is, you guessed it, good for first. Yeah, dude, their defense is incredible. They're just not as good against the run this year as they were last year. I mean, yeah, they're not number one, but, I mean, it's we're two games in. It's under 100 yards. That's yeah. that's what scares me off of Dylan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're still a top, they're, they're still a top-tier defense that – uh, I'm not starting an RB2 against them. Sorry, my mouth. I, I hung up there because it's my team, and whenever I, whenever somebody's talking sideways about them, and I know that they're, you know, I, I, I got to get people to step in, you know? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Who do you start this week? Tom Brady. Tom Brady or Jared Goff against Jared the Vikings? Goff. Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff this week a lot. I'm streaming him. Isn't that crazy? Leagues. Isn't that crazy that that's an acceptable answer right now? Man, I know, dude. It 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 hurt me. Like uh, my butt clenched up a little bit when you snap called Jared Goff. But I mean, Tom Brady or Joe Flacco against the Bengals? No, that's so gross, Tony. I know. It's it's ones that make you think about it, though. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, man. Joe Flacco's got weapons and he's using them and he's throwing the crap off. They're not, they're not dialing him back in the least bit. I agree. I'll say Um, Joe Flacco. Tom Tom Brady or Mariota against the Seahawks. Tom Brady. No, let's not, let's not get crazy. I'm I'm just trying to find the bar. That's all. I'm just trying to find the bar. That's that's the last one. I like Mariota. Tom Brady's pretty low on my list this week. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, moving on. Uh, we got Rams at Cardinals. Uh, Rams minus three and a half over under set at forty eight and a half. I'm I'm going Rams. I, I I'm just I know the Cardinals won that shootout, but I just was not impressed with them a lot. Um, over under set at forty eight and a half. I'm leaning more towards the over, and and it's against better judgment because the overs have not been hitting as much, and 48 and a half is pretty high. I just I feel like this is going to be. I feel like the Rams are going to win this one handily, to the tune of 31 points. Wow! I just feel like the Cardinals are struggling. The Cardinals are struggling defensively. Um, I don't know why. Um, but uh, Matt Stafford's going to go in there. He's got weapons all over the place. Tyler Higby's playing great. Um, Cooper Cup is being Cooper Cup. Uh, I think they go in there and they possibly drop around 31 points to hit the over. I like – I'm going to fade – I think Vegas is 
wanting to take public money here. I like the Cardinals uh, plus three and a half, but I like the over as well, Wayne. I was nice. It was nice to see Allen Robinson get some love last week. Um, he's on the end zone. I want to know is Darrell Henderson and Acres is that is that a committee? What's Sean McVay doing there? Nothing that we I'm liking see. as a fantasy owner. Yeah, that, that's kind of a rough one, but I think that we could see some more play out of Acres this week. He didn't do terrible last week, so I mean, I could see him. He's, I feel like he's getting worked into the offense, so maybe he gets some more opportunities this week. We'll see. I'm taking the Rams to absolutely smash the Cardinals. I, I'm with Wayne. The Cardinals don't look good. They shouldn't have won the game last week. They didn't deserve to win the game last week. It, it the offense is. Just out of sorts. I don't know what you do with Cooper Cup if you're the Cardinals defense as well. We might get A-Rob involved. Do you play Allen Robinson this week? I do. I think they're going to put up a lot of points this week. I think I would as well. I think he gets a tutty. I do too. Okay, next question. James Conner. He practiced or practiced practiced in a, a limited capacity today. He may he may not go. Are we firing up Daryl Williams or Eno Benjamin this week Mm-mm. at all? If, if you are going to, it's Eno. He's the pass catcher. Wayne, what say you? Darrell. Darrell scored the touchdown last week. Uh, they both they both got pretty equal opportunity share, both through the air and on the ground. Rondale Moore, not sure if he's going to play this week. We won't talk about him as far as whether or not we're going to fire him up. Good question, though. Been kind of a waiver wire pickup over the last two weeks. What do you do with Greg Dortch? I, I picked him up, dude. I, I snagged him in a couple leagues off the waivers. Because this man's been getting – he's averaging like 13 fantasy points across two weeks. He's just an unknown name um, on uh, on a team that – he hey, honestly, something going against him is he's, he's going to be pretty irrelevant um, after, uh, you know, D-Hop comes back. But, yeah, I picked him up, and I'm starting him in a league this week. I, what scared me off of him was I, I felt like he, he actually becomes irrelevant when – Rondell Moore comes back. I think he's playing Rondell's position. So do you play him this week if Rondell sits again is the question here. I am. I, I, I currently am. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, yeah, I'm with Wayne. I don't think, uh, I don't think the Rams scare you off of him at all. No, I actually like him as well because Hollywood is probably going to draw Jalen. So he'll be, he'll be on the other side. I, I like it as well. Cooper Cup, obviously, you're firing up. Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray, everyone else really in here. Tyler Higby, break out your Tyler Higby's one time. Arizona's tight end defense is awful. I'm playing. I'm playing my Zacharys as well. Zach Ertz. Definitely. Yeah. Arizona just lost Chandler Jones, man. I, lo- I like. I'm with Wayne. I think the Rams score a lot of points this game. I just think Arizona does too. Just Chandler made- Jones. And J.J. Watt is questionable as of right now on the injury report. So we'll see how that shakes out leading up to game time. But that's all I've got for that. All right. Uh, next game, it is our Sunday night football game. It is the Niners at Broncos. Uh, we got Jimmy G, a full week of practice as as the guy. 
Uh, anything spicy, gentlemen? Man, for me, I, I really don't know. I don't know how to gauge. Get off of Ayuk. If Ayuk comes out of your mouth one time while we're reviewing this, I, I quit. No, I wasn't going to bring up Ayuk. Now that you talk about him, no, um, I yeah, I don't really know how, how to gauge Denver at all. You know, I, I don't know whether they're going to break out of their slump or whether they're just going to be in the trash bags all year. I really don't know. I I personally like Cortland Sutton a lot, and I like Jerry Judy. Is he going to play Goni? Jerry Judy right now is still dealing with the injury. I'm not sure. He might be a – he's day-to-day. So take that for what you Can't, will. Can I say something? Uh, let me interject here. And uh, I let it go the first time, but the second time I'm not going to let it go again. Begley's opinions are heavily weighed by uh, trades that go through in fantasy. So you heard him talking up Drake London um, earlier this episode. And who did he get in a trade this week? Drake London. And just now he spits, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be amazing. Who did he get in a trade this week? Cortland Sutton. Well, yeah, because if I think a player is going to have a lot of value, I'm going to try to trade for him, right? Does that not make sense? Yeah, but in my opinion, you lost the trades. That's fine. I mean, in in the Lexus League, I'm tanking. Uh, So, you know, that in, in the ESPN League, you know, I didn't. CD played pretty well with Cooper, but that was a, a risk I was going to take. But talking about Brandon Ayuk, since you brought him up, I don't have Brandon Ayuk on my roster. I, I didn't trade for Brandon Ayuk. I you like have, Ayuk. You do have him on the doink ledger, however. I like Brandon Ayuk, bro. He's got nine targets. He's second on the team. He's got seven receptions, which leads San Francisco. He's got 103 yards, almost doubles Debo. With Jimmy yep. G back there. You know what though, Jimmy G didn't look Brandon Ayuk's way ever. It's not like Jim. It's not like Ayuk had a good year with Jimmy G, and then oh, he started off slow because it's Trey Lance. But Jimmy G's back. No, look up the stats when Jimmy G's throwing him the ball because he he don't look at him. That was all. That that was a hundred percent Debo offense. He got seven targets last week alone. Led the team. Debo had five. I I promise you, Mad Mom, please for the love. Sit, Ayuk. I don't hate him this week. I'm going to take Sam is, Cran in this one. Is Sertain playing, Goni? I'm sorry? Is he playing? Uh, as far as I know right now, he's not showing up on the injury report. I can check it a little closer, but he's not showing up right now for me. George Brittle? Fire up here, Ayuk's. George Brittle is 100% on the injury report. Wayne, would you like to put a doink on Brandon Ayuk this week? If it's reasonable, the, yes. I'll take the over on, uh, what do you say, 10, 10 fantasy points? I'll take the over. Interesting. Against the Broncos. It's Yeah. And what if he draws certain? And Jimmy G doesn't look he w- way. He would never draw certain. Why would he ever draw him? Who else is drawing Sertain on that team? Uh, their number one receiver. Oh, the guy who plays in the backfield? Or maybe Does he play about- in the backfield more than he's actually lined up? I can actually tell you that. Please. I'll wait. Sertain did not participate during the Broncos practice on Wednesday as of right now. Just a little status update for you while you guys 
go back and forth at it. I'm going to go ahead and continue here, though. I'm firing up Jeff Wilson this week if I got him, if I need to. I, I would flex him. I mean, I'd even play him as an RB, two. I know the matchup isn't phenomenal against Denver. Denver's rush D has been pretty good so far as of late, but he got 20 opportunities last week. Jeff Wilson did. It's just, you know, the Niners love to run the ball. Go ahead and get 20 opportunities right there. Jordan Mason is going to be the number two. I feel like he's going to get worked in with some carries, but if he doesn't look good, then Jeff Wilson is just going to get everything. So it's a volume play for me on that. You're, you're firing up your your Albertos. Your, I don't know if Jerry Judy plays Cortland Sutton. Do you play K.J. Hamler in the I flex? I, just because the Broncos haven't been that great, man. If the Broncos were meeting expectations, then yeah, but just they just haven't looked good. Staying away from Melvin Gordon as well in a flex, I suppose, right? Against the Niners' rush oh, defense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Debo has as many rushing attempts as he has targets playing. Yeah, but where's he lining up the most? I, I can't exactly see that. It's a little frustrating. I can tell you... If he's got the same amount of rushing attempts as he does targets, yeah. then he's lining up outside more because he's not targeted every single time he's lined out outside. But every time he's lined up in the backfield, he rushes it. You know why? Because I used to being kind of a target hog out there right now. Oh gosh! Over under on IU ten fantasy points. I'll take the over. No, nah, I'll call. I'll I'll do a twelve push. <laughs> Listen to that. Listen to that. If you're starting, if you're starting coming? a player, if you're starting a player, are you happy with ten or eleven points? In my in my flex, sure. Goni, are you flex. happy with ten or eleven points? I don't love it. Don't I don't love it, but I mean, sometimes you got to squeeze out. Thir- 13, 13 is is solid out of your flex, right? That's just an arbitrary number. You're just throwing out. I, 13 is the- solid out of your flex, right? You're not seeing 13 and going, dang. 13 is that much different than 12. That's gentlemen, fine. gentlemen, he's projected 10.91. Can we call it 11? Done. I'll take Wayne. it. Okay. All right. 11 is the benchmark. 11 and up begs wins. Why does he, he get 11 and up? 11.01 and up. Is that uh, fine? Is that what you wanted? You wanted to point I want 11. I, I want 11. He gets 12. I get 11. No, no. It's a, it's a, it's 11.01, just like Goni said. And I'm, do you guys know who has him in any of our leagues? I'm going to try to trade for him really quick. I don't. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'm, a, I'm agreeing out. to if 11 is my point. Begs. What what is he going on about? He he wants the extra point zero one. Will you give it to him? I'll take 11.02 and up, sure. Oh, you got two extra point zero ones, also known as a point zero two in most circles. Good. Yeah, I, I want everything over 11. He can have up to 11.000 in perpetuity. I'll take point 11, 11.0001. No, I want up to 11.9. No. I want the, I want 11. If he's no, got 11 and change, I, it's 11. Bad mob, you can't see him. Or maybe you can if you're watching on YouTube. He's a little nervous. 
He's I'm a not. little nervous. I also if he's don't get over see. Of a uh, Eleven player. is such a is such a simple number to hit. A Mad garbage mob. a garbage time tutty is eight points. Mad mob. He's I'm just pro- I'm nervous. protecting myself from a garbage time tutty. Mad mob. He told me to be quiet when I started talking about Brandon Ayuk. Now he's nervous. So Shame. Wayne's got Wayne's got eleven point nine. Down. And I'm taking eleven point one and I've up. got eleven point nine and under. Shameful. He's playing scared, bad mom. Is that what it is? Eleven point nine? No. Yeah. I'm I'm putting it in the ledger right now. It's eleven point oh in the ledger. It is. Thank you, Glenn. I, I have eleven point nine and under. Yep. He, he does not. I'll split the, I'll do eleven point five. No. You, Mad Mob. Mad Mob. He's a little nervous. He's firing up his IUKs, but he doesn't think he's going to get 12 points. I like he doesn't that think night. he's going to get 12 points. He thinks he's going to be more along the single-digit range, but fire up your IUKs. He's a target hog. He is. He's in San Francisco. I like Brandon Ayuk a lot. I'll split the difference. That's fair. I'm meeting you in the middle. 11.5. No, what's fair is we use the projected fantasy points. Like 11.5. Going with the next game. All right, Mad Mob, you heard it. I, I pushed. I pushed his tail off IU. No, uh, I haven't even made my pick this game. Uh, let me go ahead and get where I'm at here. Uh, don't fire up any of your IUKs. Um, he's terrible at football. Never targeted. Sucks. Uh, I think the 49ers win this game. Uh, I think the under. I'm, I'm going with the under here. And the Niners minus one and a half. Uh, I'm with Goni. I'm firing up my Jeff Wilsons, firing up my Debo's, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't stream Jimmy yet. I I, I need to see him. Um, I'll start Javante, Cortland, Jerry Judy, if he plays. I'm a little sketched out by Alberto, but if, if you, if he's got high draft capital on your team, I'm not terrified to start him. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Definitely don't start. Uh, the Monday night football game. Uh, possibly the most boring game of the week. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Uh, divisional matchup. Uh, Dallas plus one. Dallas underdogs to the Giants. Uh, over under is a hilarious 39. The division leading Giants at that. The division undefeated division leading Giants also at that. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys here. Easy, actually. I don't know. I don't know why. Why they're laying three and a half? Uh, One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. I think it opened at three. I don't know somebody if you guys can confirm it or not. I feel like I saw that uh, and got bet down. I I like CD Lamb a lot this week. Uh, I was really really impressed. I think Noah Brown is also a a good stash. I don't know that I play him quite yet, but uh, all those practice squad reps with Cooper Rush are paying off. Love sake. Love Saquon, and, and and honestly, man, one of my favorite buy low right now, Brandon Ayuk. I'm buying Brandon Ayuk <laughs> every league I'm in. He's a target hog, over 100 yards receiving in two games. Man, all right. Well, Noah Brown's actually performed pretty well the last two weeks, so I I wouldn't mind to fire him up in a, a deep flex if you're hurting. He, he's, he's gotten some targets under his belt. He's actually leading the team in receiving right now. Ten receptions, 159 yards, and a tutty. On the opposite end, you have another relatively unknown 
coming into the season leading for the Giants. Richie James gotten five targets, or I'm sorry, five catches in each of the last two games. He's got 10 receptions for 110 yards on the season so far. He he would also, I'd put him down for a deep flex play for sure. I mean, if you have to, I'm not starting either of these quarterbacks. I'm starting, I like Zeke. I like Zeke a lot in this spot in in this game. I think that he comes out. I know it's only week three, but I expect him to have his best performance of the year thus far. I know it won't really take a lot, so that's not saying much. And I'm firing up Saquon. Firing up Saquon. We saw what he could do in week one. He came back down to earth in week two. So I, I feel like they look to get him involved in the offense. You're staying away from Galladay. The man was benched. He's very salty about it. Kadarius Tony got minimal targets last week. It's just, if you can help it, stay away from the Giants receivers. Um, I'm just going with the uh, slightly more volume play. If you need to start someone in a pinch, it'd be Richie James from the Giants and Noah Brown from Dallas. Um. Noah Brown looked good with Cooper Rush. I mean, I, I know they were talking about how uh, Noah Brown and Cooper Rush had a lot of chemistry together. I mean, they were uh, second-team guys. You know, Noah Brown got forced up due to injuries, and, and Cooper Rush, obviously the same. Um, so I, I'm kind of in agreement that Noah Brown could be a deep deep league flex play. Um, I think CD does okay. I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys plus one here. I, I just feel like... I feel like when Dak is in the game, they try and like overcomplicate the game script. I I don't think Dak Prescott is a great NFL quarterback. I think he is very average, and I think they try and like game plan like he's incredible, and he just isn't. I think when Cooper Rush is the is under center, they they just they make a simple game plan and it works for him because the Cowboys have talent. You know, they they don't throw the ball a million times. They use Zeke. They use Tony Pollard. They throw it when they need to throw it. Get CD more involved somehow. Somehow, whenever it's like a more uh, a more reserved game plan, they're just more successful offensively these past couple of years. It's what it is what it looks like to me. Um, I I think that I think the Cowboys are better without Dak for some reason, and I don't think it's Dak's fault. I think it's just like terrible game scripting just to like make Dak into the superstar that he's not. I just think he's inaccurate a lot of the time. He's just, he throws, he throws a bad ball sometimes. It's weird. You know, yeah. Go yeah. Cause they like, they give them, uh, and I know the man's throwing a million balls, but like if they just split it up more even and didn't, didn't try and make Dak do things that, he can't do then that offense would click but i i don't know that's you know i'm not an nfl coach for a reason but that's just what my you know that's what my couch coaching tells me Um, quick update quick update sorry i'm not playing noah brown this week i rechecked the injury report michael gallup practiced fully on thursday he's expected to play this weekend and i'm off noah brown fair enough but are you gallup no, I'm not on either of them. Yeah, yeah. I, so I think I think Zeke plays. I'm firing up Saquon. He's the only giant I'm firing up, and I'm uh, I'm 
selling to Ayuk. Um, so now we're moving on to the DFS lineups. Um, I don't think we're going to have time for eh, – we might have time for a Q&A. I think we will. We can just we can get through these DFS. Uh, quick update last week. Um, I dominated for the second straight week. I'm absolutely just smashing these guys, and it's the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, Goni, once again, came in dead last by a long shot, just really struggling to break break 70 points. Um, I'm struggling to get anything under 120, so I don't know what's going on with him. Begley is is just... I mean, just just good enough to got not get negative points, but not anywhere good enough to get positive points. Would you say I'm the Brandon Ayuk of Fanduel lineup setting? No, I'd say Goni is. Hmm. Interesting. Whatever, man. Kick it off. All right, I'll go first. Um, my quarterback this week going with Derek Carr at Tennessee. Tennessee's defense has not been so good. Um, I look for them to jump out early. Justin, Herbert for me. Love the matchup with Jacksonville. Like they could throw the ball quite a bit. Taking Carson Wentz for 7,500 against Philly. I look for it to be a shootout divisional matchup. It's Philly. Interesting. Interesting play. Yes. Who'd you take, Begley? I didn't hear you. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Okay. How much was he? 82. Mm, spending spending some fab on him. Okay. Uh, my running backs, uh, Joe Mixon at New York Jets. Um, he was 8,200, but that's just a scrumptious matchup. And then I got I'm, – I'm praying we get week two David Montgomery, not week one David Montgomery, but they're playing the Texans, 26-ranked rush, rush defense, um, pretty good value at 7,100. Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, my two RBs. Interesting. I'm taking Dalvin Cook against Detroit for 8,300. If he's going to do it, it's going to be against Detroit. Uh, if he doesn't do it, I'll never put him in my lineup again. Leonard Fournette against Green Bay. Uh, you heard me talk about it earlier. I think he's due for a monster game, 7,200. I've also got Dalvin Cook at 8,300 uh, against Detroit. I agree. Detroit sporting the worst rush defense in the league as of right now. And then I went Miles Sanders for 6,800 against Washington, who's sporting the second worst rushing defense. Uh, hopefully it pays off. My receivers, this is me putting my money where my mouth is. And also, um, I, great value. I saved a lot of money to um, get some heavy hitters on my squad. Uh, Greg Dortch. I'm starting him. I think he's going to be solid. Um, so long as everybody else is injured. Uh, got him for 5,100. Uh, the Rams right now have the 31st-ranked defense. And as long as Jalen Ramsey isn't anywhere near him, he's looking pretty good as far as matchups go. Um, second, good value. Got him for 6,600. Uh, another scrumptious matchup. Uh, I got Brandon Cooks going against Chicago. Uh, just, just, uh, I feel like he's going to be uh, Brandon Cooks, just a solid fifteen-point guy. Um, and then my last guy, uh, who I, you know, saved all the money for, I got Stephon Diggs um, at Miami uh, for eighty-three hundred. Uh, I feel like it's just going to be a high-scoring affair. Stephon Diggs is gonna is gonna dominate like he always dominates. Goni, I noticed we raised our eyebrows simultaneously at that one. Wow! Don't love it, but I love it for Wayne right now. Wayne's hot, I guess. You know, ain't no guessing. I'm hot. That's what it is. I'm in last. I, I can't really make any 
any jabs at the man this week. So hopefully he falls from the, the plateau. Yeah, he almost assuredly will. I got Mike Williams for 7,000. I want to stack with Herbert against Jacksonville, uh, especially with Keenan Allen's health up in the air. I've got Garrett Wilson for 6,100. Uh, CD Lamb got a lot of targets out of the slot last week. Really liked how he looked. I hope Garrett Wilson kind of has a similar week to last week. Uh, Drake London is my, my third receiver for 6,200. I'm really high on the kid, man. Like Wayne said, I've traded for him in every league. He just he looks different, man. He looks like a, a top 10 pick. Boys, uh, got some similar picks. I took Greg Dorch as well for 5,100. I feel the same sentiment. Begs with you. I took Mike Williams against Jacksonville. I love it. And then the heaviest of hitters dropped 9,800 on Cooper Cup. The man's just, he's a machine. I'm, I'm hoping that he puts up a good game. Hopefully I gain some points to gain some ground on you guys here. Had to spend up for him. Yeah, I mean, you need to you need to switch up your your game plan because whatever you've been doing in the first weeks, it ain't been working out for you. I'm doing uh, the same thing, man. I took Jamar Chase last week. <laughs> he was a dud. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to get. I'm kind of going with the on the Carson Wentz train. Uh, good value for him, 5400. Uh, my tight end is Logan Thomas. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, and he's managing to just improve, getting a little bit more targets. He got five last week, but he's there. He's looking for him in the end zone. Um, I think if I get a touchdown out of Logan Thomas, and then it's good. Um, and my flex, I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, spent eighty five hundred on him. Uh, it's a game against New Orleans. I, I, somebody's got to figure it out that he needs to be more involved if they want any chance to win. And I'm hoping that week three is the week that they're finally like, we have uh, one of the top athletes in the entire NFL. Maybe we should use them. So I'm hoping, kind of kind of like how you are, uh, are optimistic about the Dalvin Cook this week. This is how I'm feeling about CMC. Um, and another value, I went with the Falcons defense, uh, 3,500 at Seattle. Wayne, I like all three of those picks you just made, by the way. Uh, those are the only three good ones I've heard out of your mouth tonight. <laughs> I like Tyler Higby for fifty seven hundred as my tight end. I'm I, I've said it before, he's this year's Dalton Schultz. Love Tyler Higby. In my flex, I've got Brandon. I I'm kidding, I got Christian Kirk for seventy one hundred. Uh I we talked about earlier, I think it's a shootout, uh, this Jacksonville Chargers game. That turns out to be a dud. I'm hosed. I've got the Houston Texans defense for thirty eight hundred. Uh Wayne, I'm a little nervous that Goni is his team almost matches mine exactly. Screw. Huh. I mean, I think we only had one or two players, two players, whatever. Uh, I took Kyle Pitts at the tight end spot. He was 5,600. I thought he was kind of a value buying him extra low for DFS. If he has a breakout, it's going to be this week against Seattle. You don't really get much better matchups for my flex spot. I went with the stack and took Curtis Samuel for 6,300. Guy's rocking 20 targets over the last two weeks. He scored in each of the last two weeks as well. And I just like it. Carson Wentz has been the QB3 in back-to-back weeks. So hopefully I'm, I'm riding the hot hand on here. And I just I never spend on defense. That's how I save my money to get guys like Cooper Cup. I took the Bengals at 3,600 against the Jets. I thought that might have been the best matchup. I know Joe Flacco has been throwing and throwing and throwing until his arm falls off, but... They're still the Jets. I like the Bengals in this one. I, I just feel like Goni went Cooper Cup and then Poop Turds. 
And he's just crossing his fingers for a 50-point Jamie out of Cooper Cup. <laughs> You'd be right. Gunny needs all the help he can get, Wayne. He's going to need a couple 50-pointers. I've never heard Dalvin Cook be called a poop turd before. He's been poop turds this year. One game. Two games. Just one. I look forward well, Tony, to... to be fair, Brandon Ayuk had a seven-target, 11.5-point fantasy game last week, and he calls him the worst receiver in the NFL, so his bar is way too high. Yeah, yeah. As, as a guy that wins a lot of fantasy, you're right. My bar is a little bit higher than most. Sorry. Two, two isn't a lot. Hmm? Two isn't a lot. It's only week three. I've only won two. Not a lot. I'm undefeated. You're just defeated. Fair enough. <laughs> yes. Still not a lot. Uh, Let's get to the A's really quick. Do we have do we have five minutes, Wayne? Yep. I'm going to be fast, but the people need help, and we're here to deliver. I, refu- no I refuse to pause. I refuse yeah, to no pause. No Brandon IU questions either, please. Why? He can throw all the Brandon IU questions he wants. I'll answer them happily. All right, fire away. Bring them all. JRA 87.79. 12-team PPR Superflex. A 23-1 for Eckler. Contender? Uh, He's got Mahomes and Lamar at QB. He's got Derrick Henry and Chubb at running back, so I'm assuming yes. Assuming he's going to win. Yep, go ahead and win you a championship this year, my guy. Gooby Shooby, Jets fan. Pitts for Dobbins and Hawkinson. Yeah. Give me. Is it? This is Dynasty? This is Dynasty. I'm taking Dobbins and Hawk. I think I'm going to take Dobbins and Hawk as well. Yeah, I am too. The Ravens' backfield needs help desperately. I think they're going to. Really lean and, on JK. And it's just too big of a question mark uh, in Atlanta for, for quarterback that I just don't know. I mean, obviously, Kyle Pitts is extremely talented, but I just, their quarterback situation scares me. Agree. Pistol Pete, 9669. Godwin equals DK plus what? Plus what? I don't think there's a plus nothing. DK plus what? If it's got to be a plus, it's like a third. You'd be lucky to get a second. That's just my opinion. Is this a dynasty? two years younger. Yeah. I don't don't see. No. DK DK side's not adding anything, right? I I had Godwin. I moved him for a first. And let me tell you, he's a hard guy to trade. I think he's undervalued, but he's just got that injury designation, you know? Everybody thinks he's injured all the time, even though he's only missed 10 games. And Godwin could be in the same boat as DK next year with the quarterback play. You just have no idea what's happened there. Give me the big, freakish, physical specimen that's DK Metcalf all day. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, 10 team, half point PPR, one quarterback. He's a contender. This is Ching Chong, great dong, by the way. He's looking to upgrade at running back. With Gibson in a 23-1, who should he target? 
Gibson in a 23-1. I would probably try and go for like a Joe Mixon. I don't think you can get Swift out of it. I don't. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. If you're going for a championship, it's a buy low opportunity right now on Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler. Is he trying to win now? Is that confirmed? He's trying to win. Can he get Nick Chubb or is that too rich? You probably can't after the game that he just had this past week. You may be able to get Derrick Henry also. If if that tickles your fancy. Uh, it might it doesn't necessarily tickle all of ours at the same time, but I just gave you three stud running backs Joe, that are on the low low. Joe Mixon is your is would be my best option. I'm with Goni. I I don't the other ones kinda scare me a little bit. Joe Mixon is I think the safe play that is plausible for you to get. I'm gonna throw one more name that I like. Leonard Fournette. I don't know what he's gonna be next year, but I think he's awesome this year. I don't know if I would throw one on it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you want to save your first rounder and just trade Antonio Gibson and maybe like a low-end receiver, like another name out. But I I think Gibson plus a one is an overpay for Lenny. Okay, that's fair. Perfect jaws, 12-team standard. 23-1, a late 23-1 for McLaurin. Are you guys doing it? Say it again. Standard scoring? Standard, a late 23-1 for McLaurin. Give me the 23-1. Agreed. That's a hard one for me. I think that's about his value, but I'm with you guys. I think I take the one. Um, We have two more. Real, though. Better flex start in a half-point PPR. I'm going to give you five names. Cordero Patterson, Travis Etienne, Jahan Dotson, Devin Singletary or Rashad Penny? Man. Uh, I'm going Corderell for this matchup this week. That's the one that stuck out the most to me as well for half-point PBR. So, yeah, Corderell. I hate saying that. Luckily, well, luckily we've already covered the Jags game and kind of how we're feeling about ETN this week and in the James Robinson situation. Jahan Dotson is 110% touchdown dependent. He doesn't get like heavy target volume, so you're just crossing your fingers the entire game. He gets a touchdown that he might not get. Um, uh, Corderell is probably the safest play in a half point PPR. And the most volume as well, most importantly. Yeah, I, I agree. Did you know Brandon Ayuk got seven targets last week and Wayne thought he was under-targeted? Um, so I'm taking the grain of salt. Predators on our street says PPR single QB. Trading Joe Mixon in early 23-third. Receiving Tua, Kenneth Walker, in a 23-second. No. Joe Mixon, early 23-3rd for Tua, Kenneth Walker, and a 23-2. Single quarterback, right? Yes. Nah, I'm keeping Mixon. Yeah, Mixon's still young. He's got you a couple years of productivity still left. There's no reason to go ahead and take the age hit for Kenneth Walker on a bad offense and a timeshare. And the opportunities. I, I think Joe Mixon is top five in opportunities out of the running back position so far. Volume is king. Are you guys not uh, not buying into the Tua hype? Not yet. yet. Not yet. No, nah, no, nah, not yet. Okay. Not for that. Okay, I agree. All right, boys, that's it for the, for the Q&A. Boom. 
we will see you all uh, for the old scabs and grabs episode on Tuesday after hey. another beautiful weekend of football. Can I, Goni, record the doink eleven and a half? I'll take I'll take eleven point five one for Ayuk. Sold. All right. Mad Ma, Good we luck, will everyone. see you all Tuesday. Uh, Brandon Ayuk for uh, WVP, worst value player of all time. Just terrible <laughs> sucks. LVP, whatever you want to call it. Just get rid of them. Trash. <laughs>